0: Welcome to ISO, the Buns Podcast. How's your week going? I've been uh, crazy busy recording some new shows that are going to debut so shortly for you guys. We got an environmental sort of sustainability podcast hosted by my friend Steven called 2084. We've got a music and tarot reading podcast hosted by Rebecca called The Crystal Ballroom. We've got a podcast hosted by a series of people uh where they make jokes about uh the quizzes in 90s teen magazines called girly mags and uh I'm going to bring my old and first podcast into the fold that's still ongoing called you got to love it so uh kind of keep your eye open for that other than that I haven't been doing too much of anything else except for This Week in Buns. Welcome to This Week in Buns, guys.
1: Hi, Buns.
0: How's it going? I hope your week has been good. I hope your trading has been fortuitous. Uh, Once again, my name is Koji, back from the dead.
1: And I'm Kelly B. Thankful that you're here this week and it's not just me talking to myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate you uh, picking up the reins on that one. I was a little bit out of action. All right, so let's talk about what happened this week in Buns. Now, I wasn't around last week, uh, as we just discussed, but I know that you have some updates for us, so why don't you... I
1: do. I have two updates. Uh, My first update is on the uh, stolen... I guess it was... uh, The iPhone. (laughs) The iPhone, this girl was like ISO, the owner of a champagne gold iPhone 6 64 gigabyte. Uh, They still have not found the owner of this, so if you've had in the last like few months or even year, I don't know, Like we don't know when this thing was taken, but she bought a phone off of Kijiji and um, didn't realize until after she'd paid for it and gotten a car that it still has the iTunes lock on it. Like somebody didn't, like take their iTunes account off it. So it's unusable. Um, If you have had your phone lost or stolen and it was a gold iPhone 6 64 gigabyte, get in contact with Julia and have your IMEI um, proof of purchase so that she can see if this is actually your phone. Um, The update on this, uh, because this poor person like bought an iPhone and then didn't have a phone uh, to use because that one wouldn't work is that another amazing bun named Elle uh, reached out, even though she's a complete stranger, uh, and offered her iPhone 6 Plus to Julia, who was the original poster of this, for free. And literally just mailed it to her house. Like, they didn't even meet up, there was no trade, it was just like, I guess Elle probably felt like it was really nice of Julia to try to find the actual owner of this iPhone and just had an iPhone 6 Plus that they weren't using. So they sent it to her, which is so nice, like so exceptionally nice. Um, And all that Elle asked in return is that she pay it forward. So uh, she has a, a shop, an Etsy shop, where she makes chokers, and so she posted saying, Um, Check out my shop and Comment below or PM me and give me your story Let me know if you're in need of a little pay-it-forward act. Maybe you had a bad day Maybe your iPhone was stolen maybe you're the person who always thinks about other people, but forgets to think about themselves I'm gonna pick the first two lucky people who will have a choker of their choice mailed to them Uh, So yeah, there's not that many comments on this surprisingly Um, she may or may not have picked people to get their free chokers yet, um, but you can always go hit up this post and send her your stories, because I don't, most people are commenting that they think it's really nice and not commenting um, with why they feel like they could use a pay it forward act. Perhaps she got a bunch of PMs, but uh, maybe next week I'll have an update to you. Uh, I'll update you on who, who got her pretty necklaces. So I thought that was kind of that was like a really nice resolution to uh, what was at the beginning a very frustrating sort of post.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um,
1: my other happy news update is that the missing cat from last week, uh, which was his name is Barbara, which I love, uh, has come back on his own. Uh, you may remember he was in the college in Dovercourt area, with the cat's home, so you no longer have to keep your eye out for this little cutie because he is safe and sound.
0: Well, that's good news.
1: Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we get so many like lost animal posts. It's really nice to like see a found animal, um, or like a guy coming back, even if it wasn't Buns that brought it back. So, don't look for that cat anymore. It's home. Um, speaking of cats, the other post that I wanted to talk about at the top of the show because it's very important, uh, Laura posted yesterday on Buns Pet Zone. Uh, so if you're not in that zone and you would like to adopt a kitty, get in there. Um, this is an urgent request for anyone looking to adopt a cat. Um, her friend and cat lover, Michelle, tragically passed away this month and left behind five rescues that were her life and joy, and she loved them more than anything in the world. Um, the cats are used to living with other animals, so if you already have pets, that should be okay. Um, it's This person says that it would break her heart to know that her cats were going to a shelter. So she's been finding homes for the five cats. There are two left. Their names are Maggie and Bailey. Um, One is black and the other is a calico and they're both adorable. Um, One is like nine years old. The other one, the calico is 11. Um, So they're a little bit older, which probably means they're like super chill. Like I love old cats. They like, they're way nicer. (laughs) They're like chill. They just want you to pet them and feed them. They're not necessarily gonna like run around and like scratch shit and knock your stuff over though I mean they might but they're much less likely to be annoying than kittens Um, So apparently the cats are not doing so hot emotionally since their mom passed away So they're a little sad Um, If you have some love to give to these kitties hit up this post um, there are a bunch of bumps here, but I don't see that many people volunteering to take them. So if you or anyone else know um, of somebody who would like one or even two, because I'm sure they're like friends, if you want to take both of them, uh, hit up this post. I will put all the links in the Buns Podcast Zone so you can join that to find this link, but you're gonna have to join Buns Pet Zone to actually see this post.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, let's find want, these cats at home. <laughs> I, I honestly think, like, no big deal for... Uh, if you got one one pet, you know, one cat, add in a second one, no big deal. I feel like you should take them both.
1: Yeah, totally. I agree. Keep the cats together.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh, let's talk about... What do I got going on here? Because I have nothing cat related or iphone related so i'm not sure how to segue into this but let's talk about uh mike tyson i guess because we were talking about that earlier off mic oh Um, yeah so i'm sure most people are familiar with mike tyson as a boxer but i or you know a comedic actor maybe but (laughs) i think it's crazy that this person uh, Daniela was like I have a Mike Tyson Autograph on some poster of his Video game I've never played Like I guess it makes me feel Old because it's very <laughs> Clearly Mike Tyson's Punch out
1: Yeah,
0: An iconic Nintendo game
1: It's an amazing print too
0: Yeah oh it's fantastic and it's signed By Mike Tyson and then it's later In perfect condition Later in the post she posts I also was given a signed glove by him
1: what? Oh really? I didn't. Oh yeah,
0: weird. That's so crazy. That's probably worth a sh- shit ton. <laughs> anyway, I don't know who traded what for this, but like, good for you. I, the gamer in me, and just like the sports fan in me, is just like, wow, this is this is nuts. This is crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. like, oh, you know what? A friend of mine is commenting on this, saying that he'll hand deliver. Plants to them in exchange, which honestly, this would be a great print for him because he's a giant nerd. <laughs> so uh, yeah. maybe I don't know if he got them. Maybe I'll PM him and ask him if he ended up getting them because he was literally like, "I'll bring you plants tomorrow. Let me have it. I'll also take the glove." <laughs> so
0: I'm so uh, out of the loop. Like I, I see all these cool things, but I'm like, uh, fucking you know, 30 people have already put in a message or whatever. There's no chance I'm getting this, so I don't even bother.
1: Oh, no, dude. You totally should. Uh, There have been so many times where there were already, like, a giant line for something, and everyone flaked out, and I ended up getting it because I actually went to do the trade with the person. And they were like, if you'll actually come tomorrow, you can have it. Everyone else is, like, flaking on me, and I'm like, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. And I've, like, totally gotten shit that I thought I would never get... Because originally when I PM'd, they were like, oh, there's like a pretty long line, but I'll keep you in mind. And then they'd message me and be like, everyone's flaking. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) like more than once. Uh, So if you're a reliable bun, that can often move you up uh, in the line to get a thing if everyone else is being a flake. Wild. Wild.
0: All right. Well, what else you got for us?
1: Well, okay, so if we're moving on to regular old buns trades that are, like, we had some really cool ones this week. Did you see the hand-embroidered weekend pillow? Um yes. By that, I mean, um, like, the weekend of the band, like, the guy, the weekend. Um, so somebody hand-embroidered a pillow um, that has his face and, like, an insane amount of Flowers on his—it's kind of a flower crown. It's kind of like a flower mohawk because it goes all the way down his head. It's not just a crown. Um, and then it has the quote, "House so empty need a centerpiece on it," and it's beautiful. And they did a great job. And everybody loves it. This thing has like almost 400 likes, and everyone wants it. And people are like, "I think you've started a new business because." Everyone is like, can you make me another one and I'll like give you everything I own for it. Like people are all caps excited about this.
0: I honestly want her to just make me custom embroidered pillows of other things.
1: She probably could, she's amazing. Like her embroidery skills are yeah. great. It's fantastic, it's, I'm blown away by this. Like good job Jess uh, or Jesse, sorry, Jesse. Um, it's amazing, like this thing is amazing. She wasn't even ISO. It was literally like ISO, a pizza, a cactus, what you you got. Like, that's like nothing for the amount of time that this embroidery would have taken. I've done embroidery a lot, and it takes forever, and this is a really good one. So, yeah, there's definitely definitely value there for sure. A few pieces. Or, like, a couple of cacti. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Well,
0: um, I don't have any. Any posts of people making things, but I have a post of somebody wanting to destroy something.
1: Oh, that was the best. That this actually might be my personal winner for best buns post of the week. If if At, it's the one, I think it is.
0: So Rachel is this
1: yeah is this <laughs> yeah that's a, it
0: a bunch of free mugs, um, and it is uh, Q the radio show Q. Uh, but the mugs say cue with Gian Gameshi. Arts, Everybody's culture, and the least favorite Canadian Um And she says, I'm moving away or I'm moving, any feminists want to smash them. Yeah. And then there is just like uh 66 comments. Of people.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, there were some like mugs. there are some really great um Oh, I wish I could find, I should have found the comment before I looked at it. Someone was, oh, someone is doing um, a play and is going to come. They're like, oh, here it is. They're like, my company, Odd Opera, is currently staging an opera that detail, deals with issues of sexual consent, withdrawal of consent, like, uh, et cetera, et cetera, And one of these would make an amazing prop for the male character to drink out of. Uh, and they were like, yeah, come get it. <laughs> so like I, and the the person was like, yeah, this is a great idea, you can still smash it afterwards. <laughs> so I love the idea that like this mug is now being, one of these like six mugs is now gonna be used in like an operatic, like an opera that deals with sex sexual consent issues. Um, like some of the comments in here were great. There are like it's a bunch perfect. of people that are getting these, I know. A bunch of people are saying that apparently there's a, which I've never been to and I've heard of it, there's a place called the Rage Room um, where you can either go and smash stuff they have or you can like BYO Smashables. You can like take your own stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. My friend, uh, a friend of mine is actually a high speed photographer. Mm -hmm. And so he's gone there a bunch of times to smash things and then take, take photos of the things as they are breaking apart. And uh, very very That's cool. That's really voice. cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: Someone yeah. else was like, the first thought that comes to mind is some sort of performance art, a la two girls, one cup, but like one girl, six cups, and then set them all on fire and leave it on his doorstep. Uh, which Perfect. I thought was pretty funny, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I I really want to know what happens to these. So if you are one of the people who got one of these uh, coveted six. Uh, mugs, um, let us know. Go to Bunce Podcast Zone and leave a comment. Maybe even like send a photo. I want to like see these in action, like in that opera and people smashing them and stuff. That's my ISO this week.
0: I like it. I like it. Give us an update. <clears throat>
1: um, yeah. Oh, so, okay. So um, I wanted to talk about... It's actually just happened eight hours ago, so it's kind of squeaking in um, on the tail end of This Week on Buns, but it seemed kind of important. Um, Meredith is ISO, the piece of human garbage who assaulted the staff at Poutini's last night at 3 a.m. What? Uh, Yeah, so um, Meredith is the manager at Poutini's on Queen West uh, last night, which is April 1st, um, although technically the second because it was 2.45 to 3 a.m., Um, They had an incident where, (laughs) she says, this genetic cul-de-sac assaulted my staff because we ran out of ketchup. Um, Does anybody know this bottom dweller? I viewed the security footage and it looks like some people captured some of the incident on their cell phone. Uh, They would really love to give this shining example of human entitlement and depravity that come up and see deserves and thank you to the customers who tried to help. It's much appreciated. Um, So if you were at Poutini's, Uh, the night of April 1st. And there's also like a kind of grainy um, shot of the guy's face uh, from the security footage. So please go to this post and bump it so more people see it. Um, So hopefully we can get an ID on this guy. Um, And also if you were one of the people who was there and you filmed it on their cell phones, I'm sure Meredith would appreciate you emailing the footage to them, if they're gonna do, like if they're going to press charges um, and like file a police report, they need as much like eyewitness and like evidence as possible. Um, Another bun who uh, I see all the time, she's pretty active, named Simone, works there. Um, And she was like, she was one of the people that was assaulted by him. He like grabbed her arm and threw everything on the counter and like yelled at them and stuff. Um, and like called her terrible names Uh, so she has a photo of him from behind uh, that she posted Um, people are mostly bumping this and expressing their horror so there isn't really a lead on who this guy is yet so please go look at the post and see if you know who this person is so they can find him and make him deal with the consequences of his terrible actions
0: wild yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah, it I just
1: happened. Hap- like, it just happened to me. <laughs> oh, man. Well,
0: uh, how about some some slightly more positive uh, vibes after a bit of a sadder story there? Sure. Uh, so, big shout-out to Lindsay and the rest of the Davis family because she says that... She, her mom has discovered the glory of buns, Halifax. Did you see this post?
1: Oh, I was gonna talk about this. This is also one of my favorite posts this week. It's so cute. Yeah. I love moms bunzing. <laughs> and and, I love and it. she just—it's
0: a picture of a bunch of bags out on her front porch. Uh, There's very like six clearly. bags. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Um, it makes me just feel like the bun spirit is alive, and I'm hoping that it'll move to all these other cities. But, like, it's just so awesome that um, she's got a bunch of stuff. I mean, we don't know what it is because they're in bags, but a bunch of stuff waiting for a bunch of various Buns trades just sitting out on her front porch.
1: Everyone has, like, colored tags with their name on it so they know which trade is theirs. And she was like, the thing that I loved about this is she's like, oh, my mom has discovered the glory of Buns Halifax and is obsessed. Um, She sent me this photo of her dope porch trades. Um, And she's currently bragging to me about how last week she traded enough shoes to feed her cats till September, literally.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
1: (laughs) Which is so good. Like, yeah, go mom. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Apparently, Buns Halifax is officially popping.
0: Oh, I hope so. I can't wait till uh, other cities really start to take off.
1: I know. I know. Um, Okay, so I have a couple of nice um, looking for people posts um, to counteract the previous uh, negative looking for a person post. Somebody posted in the Helping Zone, um, someone named Jules posted a picture of um, a a woman with red hair and like a black bag on her head um, holding a record and like wearing a cute outfit. And so, um, and there's blood on her face, but she's smiling. Uh, So Jules said, "Buns, this is Madge. Uh, She killed it tonight at Soul Clap at Velvet Underground. This girl danced so hard that there was blood. Some buns out there have got to know this badass babe. I just want her to have this post-clap-off dance-off photo. Um, P.S. That's not a hat. It's ice in a garbage bag. Badass. So I guess this person, Madge, uh, was dancing at the Velvet Underground and was like danced so hard that... They like I think she might have hit her head and like that's why there's blood on her face And that's why she has ice like on her head and on her face Um, But she's smiling in the photo so clearly like was having a fun time But Jules was just looking for Madge to give her this photo Uh, So if you guys know somebody, I think somebody tried to tag a Person uh, that might be her in the comments. Oh, I think it is her. Um, But she wasn't properly tagged. Okay, well, maybe we can actually... Someone can get in contact with her through that tag, because it seems like she's already been tagged in the photo, but it's not a member of Helping Zone, so she can't see it. Um, But I just thought this was really cute. They're, like, looking... They, like, just wanted her to have this, like, rad photo of her with, like, blood on her face. (laughs) Wow. I don't think I've ever
0: danced that hard in my life.
1: Um... I feel like I've definitely sustained injury (laughs) while dancing, but maybe not like, um, ice on head, bloody face. Um, that's pretty admirable, honestly. Um, the other really cool one, this actually technically I think happened last week, but I didn't see it until after, uh, I'd recorded the podcast. This also is looking for people in a photo and trying Hello? to get the photos back to them. So, the original post um, from Gabby was, Hey buns, I need some help finding the people in this photo. I bought an old film camera, which was a Vivitar TAC 155 that already had half a roll of um, like film in it that was used. Um, there was a luggage tag with the name Renee McKillian, um, phone number and Toronto address, but it's gotten lost. Um, I think they or their family might appreciate getting their old Christmas photos back because I got them developed and I can send them to them. Do you recognize anyone the pictures I could contact and so I can send them the rest of their pictures? Uh, so, like literally, I think this the second comment on this, and this is why Buns is amazing. Um, the second comment on this is uh, somebody named Carrie saying that they 100% know the girl on the right and will contact her. Um, and, and literally, like they found her in like a few hours. And the update on the top of the post is that they found the family involved, and that this person was going to meet up with one of the people in the picture and give the owner of the camera back their picture. So it was like, like immediately, a second comment.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Which is
1: so cool. Yeah. So well, I thought that was a pretty, that's a pretty rad one.
0: So speaking of long lost photos. Vivian posts, hi, everyone. I'm hoping someone out there can help me. We're looking for a long-lost pen friend. In my recent visit to Brazil, my 80-year-old dad showed me letters he exchanged back in the day, 1960s, with a woman called Venus J. Chester from Toronto. I was quite surprised that he had kept these letters for all these years. He asked me if I could find out her whereabouts and put them in touch again. My dad is a very private, shy man, so I took his request on as a mission. I think he <laughs> shared it with me because I now live in Toronto. He's happily married to my mom and he's forever grateful for the letter of friendship he once had with this Toronto friend. So if anyone here is related to this long-lost pen friend, please, ugh, please contact me, I'll post photos and copy her letter to him, thanks a lot. And she posts photos um, and of the letters. Oh, I uh, want to read the them. <laughs> and, and, and photos of, well, a letter, and photos of the person.
1: Oh, so, she has a uh, photo a person? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. So if there's any bun sleuths out there, um, yeah, I mean, it, ha- it doesn't seem like it's been updated yet. So, that people is keep intriguing. bumping
1: it. That's really yeah. cool. I mean, that's also a really um, unusual name. So I feel like that should make the person e- uh, like a little bit easier to find.
0: Yeah, Venus J. Chester.
1: Yeah, that's a. I mean, Venus. How many? There's not that many people named Venus. So, um, if you guys know this person, uh, and maybe take a look at this post, and maybe we can buns magic and find Venus. That's really. That's a really cute story.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Speaking of reuniting people with things, um, Stephen, might be Stefan, is ISO the owner of these keys that were left behind at the Gladstone Hotel? Um, They know from experience that those keys can't be cut at any average place because one of them is like one of those do not copy ones for like an apartment building that's really annoying to replace the lock. Uh, So he wanted to try to reunite the keys with their owner. Um, They he this was posted like 19 hours ago, so this is a fresh uh, key loss Um, and So if you guys want to go bump this post or if you know anyone who let lost their keys at the Gladstone yesterday um, the keys are now at uh, Stephen had to go out of town So he took the keys and left them at the front desk at the Gladstone So if you lost your keys, hopefully someone will hit up the Gladstone and actually find their keys But they're also posted on Buns. Which I think is really nice. I lost my keys once and I posted on Buns to see if anyone found them and they didn't, and I was sad. <laughs> and then I had to get them all replaced.
0: Well, Stephen, my hopes and dreams are with you finding your keys. Um, I don't have any more, so if you've got more, let it rip.
1: I have two more. Um, I, there was one that was just, these actually last two are kind of like fun joke posts. <clears throat> um, Amelia posted on the Trading Zone yesterday. Um, And it's kind of, I mean, if you live in Toronto, you're gonna get it. So it's like, the photos are of this, of a house. Well, I'll read the post first. I guess that kind of spoilers it if I tell you what the photos are first. Uh, So the post says, A real find, cute starter home, not haunted. Finally, your dream home in a moderate price range, though it's a touch cozy. Luxury three-bedroom, south-facing family home, close to parks, shopping and amenities, immaculate hardwood flooring throughout, cathedral ceilings, sunken living room, fireplace, secret passageways leading to bomb shelter, spacious sun-bathed kitchen with skylights, breakfast nook, elaborate pulley systems and contemporary plumbing, bonus, solarium and rooftop terrace, jacuzzi, ensuite washer-dryer in central Toronto. Hopefully you're a gerbil to fit inside this charming home. <laughs> and then the oh, photos yeah. are of like... This little like model house sitting on the kitchen counter in her kitchen, like it's a tiny, like model of a house. Um, sad face because we all know how expensive Toronto uh, real estate prices are. Um, but this house is actually up for trade. <laughs> like this this weird little like model house is actually up for trade. So if you have a gerbil um, or like a mouse uh or other weird small pet who would like a um, luxury living situation um maybe hit up amelia or you know what if you just want a weird cute house to put in your house it's like houseception hmm. i just thought this was, i just thought this post was kind of funny but it is actually a portrait if anybody wants it honestly um, and if, I, the, if i was oh, buying
0: a house at this point it would be the only toronto home that i could afford
1: You already own a house.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but that's only because when I bought it, the housing market wasn't the most insane thing in the world. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if you know what it's like. I don't know if you know what it's like now that you're gone. But like, there's nothing under a million dollars.
1: It's crazy. It was already crazy when I lived there, and it's like worse now. Um, So I don't know if you saw, but maybe the only. I mean, one of the only like um, April Fool's joke posts that I saw um, in, was posted in The Helping Zone by Jason, and it says, this is how you prank. I have 40 minutes. Do I have enough time? Uh, so there's an update that the mission was a semi-success, and there's a video at the bottom of the post. Uh, so what the photos are is he took some Brussels sprouts and baked them in the oven, um, took a took all of the packaging off of a box of Ferrero Rochers, or Ferrero Rocher, Rocher, Rocher? I don't know how to pronounce it properly. Um, So cooked the Brussels sprouts, like dipped them in chocolate, rolled them in peanuts, repackaged them (laughs) as, like they literally look like Ferrero Rochers. They look exactly the same. Um, Pretty awesome. But... Surprise! Surprise! Are actually Brussels sprouts in the middle. So like repackaged them in the Ferrero Rocher box with like the gold packaging and like their little like uh, like cups and everything. Uh, <laughs> so I like, j- like brilliant weird brilliant idea. Um, the update that he gave it to someone <laughs> and the, his update is she opened one and yelled, "What the fuck is wrong with these things? There is mold on these uh, because all the chocolate came off." And then she said she like she was like, What what is happening here? <laughs> but apparently uh it worked and there's literally a video if you want to check out in the comments of the unsuspecting victim unwrapping and eating their terrible April Fool's Day joke.
0: Amazing. Amazing. That's 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 like next level diabolical. Yeah, I don't I've never if, like,
1: I've... done anything.
0: Like, I'm all for pranking, but I just, I don't know if I've ever gone that far for it, you know?
1: Yeah, I actually saw another photo set, like, a while ago where someone took, somebody took onions, uh, peeled them, and then dipped them in caramel and made them look like caramel apples. But, like, when you bit into it, it would be a raw onion. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible.
0: That's just mean.
1: Yeah, super gross. Terrible. I don't know how but, I feel. You know, on,
0: honestly, I don't know how I feel about food-based pranks, you know?
1: Yeah. I, like, mean, I mean, onion ha- probably worse than Brussels sprout.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Uh, keep on pranking, buns, I guess. Pretty good.
1: <laughs> so far. No, no more pranking. April 1st is over.
0: Well, I mean, just like plan your revenge for next year, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Start planning now. I don't, I don't know how this person was like came up with this but brilliant idea to replace the ferro Rochers with brussels sprouts they're all the perfect size totally anyway yeah that's it for this week um if you guys want to see all of these posts join bun's podcast zone it's an open group you can just search for it it should come up uh, we post links to all of these there, so you can go see the list and actually click through them and see if you recognize that guy, or uh, know any of the people, or lost your keys or whatever. Yeah, um, or if
0: you're if you're related to Venus J. Chester, yeah, let us know because uh, Buns wants to know.
1: Inquiring minds want to find.
0: Exactly. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I'm not sure which interview I'm uh, throwing on the podcast this week. so
1: Ooh, mystery interview.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't really decided. There's a few waiting in the chamber, so we'll see which one uh, I end up popping out. But uh, thanks for listening. And in a matter of weeks, week, I'm not exactly even sure yet, uh, the new Buns Podcast shows... Will be uh, will be out or the new Buns podcast network shows? I guess will be out for your listening pleasure. So keep your eye open for that.
1: How many Uh, do you have now in your uh, podcast empire?
0: Oh, so um, I think we are when we launch this whole thing. There's going to be a show about sustainable living, um, like environmental sustainable living. There's going to be a show on uh, uh, interviewing bands and reading their tarot
1: cards during the interview. Awesome. Um,
0: There's going to be a show uh, where some comedians read 90s teen magazines.
1: Oh, God, that sounds amazing. Uh,
0: And uh, I think I might roll in my other show and, and bring it into the fold. Which is uh, we watch bad things and find things to love about it. Into it, yeah. So
1: what's
0: so that, like five?
1: it. Uh, f- yeah,
0: four or five, I think. So not bad. Cool. You know. Yeah, listen to it if uh, you know. lend me your ears, people.
1: I will listen to them. I love podcasts.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Anyway, <laughs> until next week, guys.
1: Keep on bunzing.
0: Have a good one.
2: Bye. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com.
0: The interview this week is with a friend of mine, a previous guest, and I can add author to the credits, Stephen Twig. So I've come to find out that he has written a book of visual puns, for lack of a better term so I I had to have him back on the show because we had such a good time the last time I strongly suggest that if you are into puns or comedy or just a good time that you pick up this book here's my interview with Stephen you just do you and I
2: Make sure you laugh really audibly at all of the pages. <laughs> no. Yeah. We'll have the cat laugh too.
0: Hold on. Get get uh, angle that slightly more towards your mouth. Yeah. Perfect. Talking yeah, exactly yeah. at exactly that level. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the whole
2: podcast. Well, it's kind of like, um, what was it? Peggy Lee? I think Peggy Lee did that concerts, She sung really quietly at bars. Oh, really? Because people were always talking. And yeah. so people would be like, is what she's saying? And they ended up quietening down and actually paying attention during the act.
0: So... That's smart. Could work. I like that. Could work. <laughs> okay. Yeah, now we're okay. <laughs> hey, buns. So today's guest is uh, sort of a special one, right? Because uh, it's our first repeat offender. Ooh. Yeah. I always was told that was special. There you go. Well, if you don't recognize the voice, shame on you first of all. But it was a while ago. It was warmer out for sure. Uh I'm here with Stephen Twig, made famous by his uh ability to live in the city without actually renting any property or owning any property, right? Uh Bun's famous house sitter, now turned author. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Thank you. For that so, great introduction,
0: yeah. No problem, man. I, I the last time we spoke, you were kind of living at all corners of the city, you know, wherever a house sits or slash pet sits took you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember you telling the tale of you having to mail yourself stuff from one address to another, that's true, and uh, frequent visits to the parents for uh, long term storage, yeah. How is uh, how's the house-sitting business going? Uh, it's still going pretty well.
2: Yeah. So it's been over an entire year now that I've been doing this, uh, live and run free. Um, a lot of people have gotten back to me and I'm just now they're like regular sort of house-sitter. Right. Um, which is good. Some people, like it's spanned, so now I do it, I guess, professionally as well. Right. So yeah, it's been pretty good.
0: Now, I know that we kind of covered this before, but I'm sure there's some people who... Uh, Didn't hear the first one And if you didn't I would suggest going back And listening to it But How long is your average Your average house sit?
2: Uh, It's usually at least a week Yeah Um, Otherwise you know People can get their grandma To look after their cat Or whatever Mm -hmm. But uh, it's usually like a week To three weeks
0: Three and a half Sure Okay I ask for selfish reasons Because uh, Eventually I'm going to want to Leave the city And uh, we have two pets In the room with us right now So I might need some assistance with it. Do you have any experience with diabetic cats? Um, Do you want any? uh, Sure. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
2: They eat lots of lots of sugar, right? You just feed them Jolly Ranchers. That's what you do. Yeah, pretty much. And the dog gets chocolate,
0: sugar water. Yeah. Uh, You feed the dog a bunch of grapes, actually. Oh
2: yeah, grapes and. Uh,
0: And if there's any parrots in the house, feed them avocado.
2: (laughs) (laughs) These are all things I've learned. Yeah. It it keeps them quiet at night.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Uh, quite forever at that point. Um, okay, but you are back because, and I recall you telling us that you were a graphic designer by trade,
2: uh, illustrator primarily. Oh, illustrator. But, okay, yes, maybe yes. I was. They overlap a little.
0: Uh, but now you've published a book. Yes. Um, so let's let's talk talk about how that kind of came about. Where did the idea for the book come from?
2: The idea from the book. Oh man, it's just kind of like. It's, it's me getting everyone not to hate me. So, <laughs> like, it started as a school project years ago right. um, in this narrative class. Um, we had to put together a little project, and I didn't really want to do a story. So I right. was like, ah, it has to be big. I'm going to put down these thoughts that I have every day because it's a book of you know, puns and, like, cleverisms, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, instead oh. of, like... Annoying everybody with my puns, yeah. I could put them into a book and draw for them, and then they're funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of annoying, relax over there, buddy. Okay. He's well, serious. So it, it's interesting because... Uh, well, hold on. Before we actually get into talking about the book, so you kind of put this together. Now, most, I feel like illustrators slash graphic designers slash whatever in this day and age would be like, you know what? I'm going to start a blog or like throw this up on a website or something. What... what Made right. you decide to, you know, physical copy uh, barcode and everything. Well, actually, that
2: was also because it was, I've, I first put it out as a smaller version at the graduation show, the, sh- the okay. illustration grad show. So at that point, it was only like 14 to 20 pages, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it needed to hang on a wall. So I printed it as a book. Yeah. Um, and from there, I had some leftover copies because I had to buy 10 at once. Right. And uh, people wanted them. So I sold them. I was like, oh, damn. Nice. I can
0: make $8 a week. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. I just noticed on the back, the quotes yeah. are, are fantastic. Best money I've ever spent. Nobody yet. Uh, anyway, so yeah, then you decided to expand on the idea.
2: Uh, yeah. And I put, I just kept going with it because really the thing is, it's just... The title of it is Things I've Thought, I yeah. Think. Right. And it really is just things that I've thought. And I think like every day I've just got like sort of clever little thing. Oh, I call myself clever. Okay, yeah. fine. But yeah, I just
0: got like a pun or like wordplay and I put it in. It's uh, right up my alley because I'm a huge fan of comedians like Mitch Hedberg and Dimitri Martin and uh, even Anthony Jeselnik. Sort of like one-liner type deals. And this is like... Full of visual one-liners, I guess. Yeah. Or, or like, I mean, clever, cleverisms is probably the perfect word for it. I don't know which page. Oh, here here it is. This is one of the ones that I saw online. Uh, and it says light switch is 50% off. Mm. And it shows that, you know, a light switch can only be in two positions. Half the time it's off and half the time. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. And human <laughs> being, human bin. Uh, Thank you it's i don't know how to describe it i feel like anyone who's on bun's meme zone this is like straight up your alley or like is there a pun the, zone? there is
2: it's pun's trading zone there you go and uh yeah i remember like uh, that started and there were a couple hundred members yeah and then uh i really
0: i felt at home in
2: pun's trading zone
0: and uh have you have you kind of put this out there into pun's trading zone being like hey i have a book I, did,
2: I honestly don't remember if I have said that there. I yeah. Probably. I'm a sleazy salesman. And how long has it been out for? Uh, it's been out for a couple of years, really. I've been slowly working on uh, book number two, but it's not in stores. Right. You have to get it direct from the factory. Okay. Well, let's talk about here. direct from the factory. Where does one get this book? Um, so most of the time, it's me on the street um, on like art crawls or events, uh, markets. Sure. And I, uh, originally when I printed it, I was going to go to Canzine, a popular Toronto comic and print, uh, fair. Yeah. But I was too late to register. And so I was talking with a friend and I was like, ah, man, maybe I'll just like sell it out of a trench coat. And I was like, whoa, maybe I'll just sell it out of a trench coat. So naturally, Um, I went and got a a brown trench coat, sewed sandwich bags to the inside, which is the perfect size for my book and, uh, started flashing people on the street. And how'd that go? It went really great. Yeah. It's really awkward to, to just walk out onto a street, stop and put on a trench coat. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it goes really well and, uh, uh, it gets people's attention for sure. I call it a flash sale. Nice. Yeah, that's just yeah. another one of those cleverisms <laughs> that we were just yeah.
0: discussing. So, okay, let's. Uh, is there an online sort of?
2: Uh, yeah. So, okay, I'm redoing my website this week, but uh, very shortly at stephentwig.com. Yep, Stephen with a V. You'll be able to uh, purchase it online for the small fee of twenty dollars for hours of enjoyment.
0: I honestly, this is this is. Uh, I think, hours of enjoyment. You could just kind of throw this on a coffee table. Someone comes over and, and takes a look. And it's like, you're bound to find something that's going to make you howl, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, um, most commonly I've heard, it goes beside the
0: toilet. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. That'd do too. Oh, I like this. Uh, uh it's so it's too bad that I can't accurately do these justice uh, on mic, but there's a page that says curtains drawn, and then it's a picture of drawn curtains, as in closed, but also illustrated. And then the next page says curtains not drawn, and it's blank.
2: There are a few. Every I think every third page is a list of actual one-liners there, too.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Ghosts have the worst poker faces. You can see right through them i'm sorry no i love it <laughs> this is like right up my alley where do you come up with these things or i mean how what's the process the process is okay
2: so it's really just about making connections um probably a, a simple like they just they really do just happen a lot of the time artwork you have to think about it for a long time but really these right. are just they come together so for example one time i was uh Standing in my room looking out the window, and it was quite windy mm-hmm. and rainy. And I was looking, and there was a mailbox. Yeah. And for some reason, my brain connected mailbox and wind. And so there's one in there um about this. Uh, it's a photo of an old, or a drawing of an old man, and he's got a toupee, and it says, you know, No mail mail on a mailbox with the thing up and then no wind wind and two pays flying off so it's really just about like making connections yeah yeah and uh i don't know it's just something that comes naturally to me and i think it's a really long way of explaining this but i also have something called synesthesia which is kind of fun um it's like a blending of your senses, senses yeah. If, if you didn't know, so Do
0: you like see sound and all that. Sort? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like I mean, it can be it can be a, a mix of a bunch of different senses. But, yeah,
2: there's all kinds of different ways that people have it. For me, it's like uh, letters to colors and uh, sound to colors and textures.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: But uh, I think like the theory, the working theory about synesthesia is that your your brain didn't clip a lot of connections, and so I wonder if maybe. That has something to do with that there's just like more connections here, more connections between objects in the world,
0: yeah definitely like it it's these types of things like when I'm looking, when I'm you know listening to Dmitri Martin or reading because he's got he's got a book as well or or seeing uh your illustrations, it's that once you see it you're like, oh yeah, but <laughs> you know I don't know that I would ever come up with any of this stuff, so there must be. You know, there must be something that that allows you to put these connections together. Do you have any any that you're working on that you're you're willing to share for the next uh, for the next release?
2: Oh, uh, when I'm working on them, it's generally like I I flick a light switch and I'm like ha fifty percent off, and I draw it for five minutes. So I don't. So really, it really
0: just comes to you right away, and then you yeah, put it to paper. Yeah, it does,
2: but I mean, there's there's quite a few that I just put up on Instagram, or, or that oh. of thing yeah. Okay. Like, what is your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is at Stephen Twig, S T E V E N T W I G G. I think I spelled that right. I hope so. But yeah, there's there's one today actually that is inspired by the fact that I have way too many parking tickets in Toronto, parking fines. So it's nice. an image of finding Nemo.
0: I like it. Oh, and it's it's, it's full color. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
0: Do you, uh, I mean, this is a horrible thing to say or maybe a positive thing to say on my trip, but do you make greeting cards at all? I feel like some of these would make pretty funny greeting cards.
2: I have, uh, one that I put together of a raccoon on a, a green bin. Oh, Toronto a, loves raccoons. Yeah, I know. That's why I did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's, yeah, he's there, like, giving a, well, I won't give it away. Go look at it on my Instagram, but it's cute. It's a raccoon. And I just was doing a, uh, some banners for Canada's 150th birthday. Yeah. And I did this one of like, it's pretty cute. It's an, a really old beaver mm-hmm. with silvery hair and a party hat. And he's 150 years old and he's like riding a mobility scooter. Nice. And it's cute, but it's not appropriate for a banner. So I'm thinking maybe cards. I, don't I know. like that. Happy 150th.
0: Yeah, man. I, I, uh, uh, I wish I had, had the ability to come up with some of these funny ideas ideas, and the ability to draw them because I can't do either of those things, unfortunately.
2: But you've got other talents. I see a lot of uh,
0: music equipment around. and Yeah, yeah. I can also talk to people, but most people can do that. I so. guess, but can
2: you do it inside your brain? Brain to brain?
0: Uh, Maybe. Let's see. What card am I thinking of right now?
2: The Ace of Spades
0: nailed it nice i would have said that to whatever card you had said (laughs) so what's going on over there you're pulling stuff out left right and center
2: i know this is he's come uh,
0: he's come very well prepared whoa this is
2: how i avoid uh having baby prints i just pull them out
0: wow these are you got some like posters going on here
2: yeah i sell i sell some big old 11 by 14 prints but i just wanted to like I just wanted to exemplify the raccoon one. Oh well, whatever. Oh, I saw that one online. The oh, yeah.
0: Balloon in the in the poo.
2: I think someone bought my last raccoon print the other day.
0: Have you ever thought of going to uh Oh shit. I'm I'm like a, a nerd so I should know this for sure, but the uh You know they have that independent comic thing at the reference library, TCAF. TCAF, TCAF. Comic Art Festival. Yeah. Yeah. You ever think about hawking this stuff at TCAF? I feel I did. like it would do pretty well. Oh, you were there? Last
2: year, it, I did well. I saw. Oh, I didn't.
0: I don't know if I saw you. Did I. Did we talk after TCAF or, or prior to? Mm, uh, prior. Really? Yeah. Ah, I'm surprised I yeah. didn't run into you then.
2: Yeah, it was on the top floor, which was actually good because they ended up giving a free table to the people on the top floor. Oh, nice. Because it was the first time they had tried it.
0: Yeah. It worked out okay. I thought we yeah. made it all the way to the top and it okay, was cool. kind of a breath of fresh air up there because. Yeah. The first floor was just madness. I had yeah. to leave. Yeah. Well, I mean, go up to the second and third floor.
2: It is a great festival. But it worked out for me, too. Like, I actually stand there at the festival with my trench coat, too, flashing. Oh, people. really? Yeah.
0: Well, now I'm really surprised I didn't see you.
2: I also put up posters around it with, that said, have you seen this man? And it's a photo of me, uh, like, flashing with my trench coat.
0: Amazing. Oh, yeah. This is great. Yeah. Thank you. I. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put up links with this episode to... I'm sure there's somewhere I can find this stuff online, at least an example of some of it so that you can kind of laugh along with me because uh, wind charms, uh, because I feel like it's obviously very visual. A lot of these jokes, you need to, uh, you need to check it out. Maybe I'll read another one liner. Let's see here. Spheres are pointless. That they are. I like that. Ah, this is like right up my alley, man. <laughs> anyway, man so. Shame. We uh-huh. said stephentwig.com, right? Yeah, yeah. And at stephentwig, Stephen with a V, Twig with two G's. Yeah, that's because
2: uh, I'm really G.
0: There you go. Yeah. On Instagram, and uh, yeah, anything else you want to you want to shoot out to the people while we're while we're sitting down talking? Oh yeah, how do we find you for uh, for house sitting slash pet sitting purposes? Oh yeah, um, just find me
2: on Facebook, Stephen again with a V doing mm-hmm. with two G's sent me a message
0: awesome okay uh actually one other question because i asked you this last time and uh i'm wondering if anything's changed any any crazy stories from uh tales from house sitting tales from the crypt um
2: i did i i stayed in one house which was very interesting they had a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and they also had like a grocery store in the basement they had created shelves and like just stocked for the apocalypse oh i see okay yeah 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 yeah. so i counted like 172 chocolate bars so that was like a really wow yeah interesting week for my metabolism
0: well so you're gonna have to uh kind of mark that address in the book so that you know (laughs) once the apocalypse (laughs) hits where where you need to go
2: good point it's not far from here
0: Ooh, ooh. now i really want to find out nice well this time, I don't think we're going to be going for ice cream, because it's a little cold outside. Yeah. But uh, thanks for thanks for joining me, man. Thank
2: you very much.
0: I hope that uh, you guys all pick up Things I've Thought, I Think. Illustrated Puns and Wordplay by Stephen Twig. Uh, look out for a man... Well, ooh, that's a little tricky. I was going to say, look out for a man wandering the streets in a trench coat trying to flash you, but it could really go either way <laughs> on that one.
2: Yeah, it's true. You never know. Like. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should start selling them out of a white panel van next.
0: There you go. Uh, in front of a school.
2: Yeah. Well, I did also once. I did. Is this going did on too long? No, no. You, <laughs> what did you do? Well, there was this one uh, like arts festival in the East End and uh, I just showed up to it and I stood in this like sort of alley space between two hockey rinks. Yeah. And it worked. But then there was a hockey game that came so all these like eight-year-olds were running around between the two alleys like around me and i'm just standing there like flashing people with a trench coat and that that was the only time it's really felt weird
0: that's hilarious that's amazing okay so carefully look out for a man in a trance a trench coat trying to flash if he does not have sandwich bags inside said trench coat call the police immediately but yeah check it out guys any final thoughts before uh before i let you go um yeah,
2: like maybe I should maybe I should give like a little buns promo code. Okay. <clears throat> like what, put in your message um lovely buns. Lovely buns. Honey buns. Honey buns. Honey buns. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. go with honey buns. Put in honey buns and I'll give you like I don't
0: know 20% off. There you go. <laughs> promo code honey buns if you want things I thought I think uh, yeah guys I strongly suggest that you pick this up because it is now one of my new favorites awesome, thank you thank you man love find you. Good love find you. music this week is by a band called The Corsets. The song is called You Do You. You can get to it at www.thecorsets.ca. I don't see a bio, but I can tell you what I do see is a picture of four hip-looking individuals in suits. I'm already sold, and I haven't heard a note. But we're about to listen to it together. Here is You Do You by The Corsets.
1: lion you come crying back
0: to me soul of an angel you come flying back to me
1: Black into the white, that's how you know everything is all right.
0: I'll show.